Okay. How often do you guys get to see each other now? <sighs> we'll try to get together at least once or twice a year yeah. anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they always be there for my birthday. All right. <laughs> he always take me out on my birthday. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Him and Tommy. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Richard, take you out now. Yeah. Richard, <laughs> you still in music at all? Or you? you know, I was going to tell you two, Charlie, I'll share with you. I have a theater. You know, well, I had the Riverview Theater. Mm -hmm. I have this other theater that's on 35th Street. Nah. Yeah, and I hadn't oh. opened it. Oh, okay. And I'm going to try to renovate it and maybe do gospel on Sundays and do uh, yeah, some of the work. old groups, though. Not yeah. a, I mean, like, you know, maybe Jerry Butler and people. Is he still know. living? Yeah, Jerry's still living. Jerry Butler's living. and. Mm -hmm. uh, Gene Chandler. Oh, the old rock and roll. Yeah, the old there. stuff. The Gene Chandler and you know. Yeah, I might come up in there. Maybe we can get. Uh, <laughs> you get it up in there. You get it up in there. I can come. I mean, I come in that same rock and roll too. You know. You will. Yeah, I would. Yeah. You said that would ruin you in the gospel world. Yeah. <laughs> we, we won't be able to promote you when we advertise. Is that right? Huh? We won't be able to advertise it. You said that would ruin you in the gospel world if you did. But it's a sit-down theater, so it probably wouldn't be a problem. No, it wouldn't be a problem. I don't think it would be anyway. It's not like the old days with all the yeah, booze and everything. have to get a band together because I ain't got no band. Well, you can do that. That would be so yeah. great. Charlie, would I love that? i tell you yeah. what I would really love to do, if, if I could talk you into it, is I would like to have a reunion at the old Golden Triangle, which is now another hotel name, but the the ballroom yeah, on uh -huh. New Year's Eve. Yeah, that would be nice. Huh? But the only thing about it, I have to, it'd have to be after 12 o'clock because I have to be at the church at 12, you know, to bring the New Year's in. After that, then I can leave. What time do you start? Start at 11. No, they start around about 10. It's, well, you know, they start testifying and, you know, all, right. all that stuff going to about 5 Maybe minutes we can to put 12. Some, I wouldn't mind doing the. And I can come in reunion. after 12. So many people that remember, you know. It would be a nice thing to do, a nice tribute maybe. Charlie, you seem open to it. Charlie <laughs> went open to this a few years ago. I, I talked maybe to Charlie along the way. Yeah, Charlie said, if I do that, I'll be ruining the gospel world. Yeah, well, they would talk about it, but you know. But now yeah. you're See, I'm, I'm 85 years old now. I don't really <laughs> care what to say. <laughs> so now you can say, let them talk, right? Yeah. Give them something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> So let's I, let's know, give them something to talk about. Uh, you know, I'm 85 years old. I ain't got too much to lose now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to throw you. You built that church over there, Charlie. Who are you kidding? You know that. <laughs> You've been there a long time. 20, 28 you years. You built that congregation. 28 years. Went from a small little church. I'm small. But my pastor used to be a saxophone player. Well, he had a band. What was his band? It was named, was, you remember Little Joe? Little Joe and the Everyday People. I don't. Well, he had a group. He played Little with Joe a group called Everyday Little People. Little Joe and the Everyday People. He played saxophone with them. Because I tried to get him to play with me, but he was playing with Little Joe then. And when I joined the church, Why did I know about Little Joe? I don't I know. know. After Little Joe never did get out there. They made a little, you know, made a four to five. Right. But it didn't, it didn't do nothing. And it was called Little Joe yeah. and the... And Everyday People. Everyday People. Yeah, he, he gone now. Though. You know, I went to the... Uh, we didn't know we were going to go to this. I should have called you, but I really didn't know. I'm getting my car refinished over here in Newport News. Mm -hmm. And I looked in the paper, and there's a doo-wop concert they had at the Ferguson. So they had the Platters, mm -hmm. the Drifters, and the Coasters. And 
you backed up the platters for me, if you remember, over the, <laughs> at the uh, It's been the a basement. long time. Yeah, uh. And we knew the platters pretty well. And uh, the guy trying to pull the platters off, of course, he said it was just a tribute. Yeah. But uh. the guy could not pull it off. I mean, it seems like if you're going <laughs> to have a tribute, you should be able to yeah. imitate him pretty well. But that's right, yeah. couldn't pull it off. Yeah. But the drifters did well. Mm. The drifters, uh, I think it was Bobby Hendricks. I think he was with them at one time. Along the way, Probably so he wasn't original, mm. but uh, anyway. So you put these shows together. You'd bring soul R&B acts here, right. mm-hmm. and then it's all we promoted pretty much. Right. Although, uh, well, that's pretty much all we did. Uh-huh. So, ninety-five, ninety-eight percent. And you did it from pretty much from soup to nuts. I mean, you'd sell the tickets and get right. the venue and get the sound and get right. the bands and get everything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of risky. Yeah. Is it risky? Oh, yeah, it was risky. Uh-huh. And uh, Tom was a partner in a lot of my shows. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I promoted a lot of, did all the New Year's Eve parties together and a lot of the, all the high school dances that were like at the you dance and all that. We were all you together all on all those. Mm-hmm. Promoted mm-hmm. them all. Yeah. And so you'd get guys like Charlie to, to back up these acts mm-hmm. pretty much? Mm-hmm. And I was asking Charlie about that. So it's just, you didn't have a lot of preparation. You all I needed was a record. <laughs> yeah. I knew how to do it. You just show up and say, hi, Mr. Burke. Yeah, all I needed start. was a record. Uh, once I get the record, that was it. Yeah. I mean, Charlie hears it, something he can on the record, it. I, Oh, my I God, it, Charlie. It. You still have that sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is a trip. Yeah. That is fabulous. It's back here. You can take it out. No, no, no. You can no. take it out if you want well, I'll get out that's of the way. That's okay. No, that's uh, fine. No, that's yeah. good. I just can't believe you have yeah, that. I just, I I just, I just noticed this that's sign. Right. My <laughs> God. That used to be right in front of my organ. That's right. So that's you would put that when you play? In front that's of right. organ. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I hadn't seen that sign in God knows how many. <laughs> so now, hey, how about we'll go back? I want to talk about these venues, but tell me about, so did you know of Charlie before you met him? How, how did you... How did you guys hook up? I know you said you went to go see him, but did you heard of? Oh, I've heard of Charlie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Charlie was already big uh, in in the community, in the black community, mm-hmm. real big. And uh, but the white community didn't know from any of these groups, mm-hmm. none. So and that was the way it was, pretty much across the board at that time. Hundred percent, I believe. Yeah. I mean, it really was. It was so mm-hmm. segregated. It was. I mean, it was so. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, so. It, but everybody loved the music, but the uh, white kids didn't. Wasn't, they couldn't get to it, mm-hmm. you know. But, mm-hmm. So we made it available. And so you were kind of a pioneer. Yeah, <laughs> I, you would say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he'd book along with the showman. Right, the showman and uh, you know, I'm, Norman Johnson. He recorded one of his tunes, didn't he? Yeah, and then uh, Noah Biggs was down on Church Street, and he had. He worked mostly. They all, it just didn't cross over. It's crazy, but it didn't. So we kind of, in fact, we got an award for that. Uh, uh, Tommy and I got an award for that. Mm-hmm. We were recognized for that, I think, 10 years ago from uh, one of the largest, it was the largest black radio station at the time, WRAP. Yeah, WRAP yeah. And they, uh, oh, they recognized you. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. For bringing black music. Mm-hmm into the white community. Yeah. 
you know, because they weren't introduced back then, you know, to the white community, which was insane. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So we were an instant success because yeah. Charlie was already yeah. huge, yeah. you know, and then these kids are going, oh, my God, he's fabulous. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, you know there was a <laughs> soaking it up, you know, so. Well, how did you get turned on to it? Uh, just loved it Everywhere. Always. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> he and, was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had a, a lady who raised me, mm-hmm. Mary. Yeah. And uh, she was like, and she still is. I mean, she's senior citizen now. She's like 90, 98 years old. Oh, wow. She's 99. Yeah, 98. 98. Wow, uh-huh. she's still still with us. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's good. I and hope I and Mary that. would play the music, you know, in, mm-hmm. in that house and all. So kind of kind of got into that from that. and uh, Just love it. But now, like, kids at, what, 14 or 15 you were? Yeah. I mean, that's really young. I wouldn't, I was 15 when 15, I started. 15, and you go into these clubs, right? and you're underage, that make a difference? Not back then, it didn't. Actually, when I met Charlie, I was probably 16, because uh-huh. I was driving then. I did my first concert at 15. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was Louis Armstrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> at the Dome. That was a concert. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you just went into this just, I mean... Did you have anybody mentoring you, or did you? Just kind of no, uh, Tommy's brother Steve was was already booking and doing. He was older than Tommy, and mm-hmm. like Tommy said, the phone would ring, and Steve was away at school. But we weren't together at that point. We were competitors at one point, but uh, t- but Tommy and I were been good friends for years. And uh, Tommy picked up the phone. They kept calling for the booking. Tom said, well, okay, well, let me see what I can do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy kind of took yeah. that over, but I was already working, you know, my end of it. And uh-huh. uh, I'm the one that went down to see Charlie that night at the Long Shoreman. Oh, long Shoreman. Yeah, Church and Wide. That's right. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of white kids that would yeah. go down there. I mean, it was it was so safe. It was ridiculous. But, you know, the, they did know. Yeah. I mean, I walked up and down Church Street and all. And, <laughs> Rich was all in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I mean. He looked like a little black kid. You could <laughs> He had a nice tone. That's right. Exactly. Hair was real curly. That's right. Nice That's right. looking little kid. Yeah. I, I said, like, who are you? I had an afro. <laughs> I had an afro. You did? Yeah, you remember I had that I curly did. hair? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this curly hair. He said, I can be your book. I said, you. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. I but Charlie you. had the confidence at least. Play it out and so see yeah. if I could do anything. And yeah, I said, okay, we'll try it. And I said, Charlie, and what are you... We've been together ever since then. Right. And we got a lot more money. I mean, Charlie was working union wages, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember the, the the end of the, one of the prices for years was 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blah, 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 and 50 cents. And I said, where does that come from? Charlie said, union. Union, union yeah. Right. But uh, that didn't... I mean, we just like doubled it immediately going mm-hmm. into the white communities, you know. Yeah. And then from uh, then prices just kept moving up. Yeah, uh-huh. So I think I asked you this before, but the first time you ever booked Charlie was. Uh, what was it? Hmm. The first time. For a white audience. It had to be a school. Mm, I think it was the Nansman Hotel. Might have been. Might have been the Nansman Hotel. Nansman Hotel. Yeah, yeah Notion View. Yeah. Yeah. And so, were you were you wondering how people were going to take it? Or? No, I, I knew they were going to love it. I just, I mean, it wasn't nothing not to love. Charlie was, that group, Charlie <laughs> just had it. It was incredible. And it was like, it's, Charlie's a great musician. I mean, that guy really is. 
and uh, everybody's just blown away, you know. Yeah. And they were listening to the music. I mean, like the kids started switching over. Uh, even the white kids at that point started switching over to WRAP and WHIH. So they were listening to it. They couldn't get it that much on the white stations. But they were already crossing over. It's just that they couldn't get the bands. Yeah. It was it was almost a no-brainer, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I knew the kids loved it, you know. Yeah. They loved the music, just couldn't, they couldn't get to it. Yeah. Right, right. So you created that bridge right. between the two. Were you interested in, I mean, did you feel different playing for a white audience? No, black no, audience? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but they loved me. Oh, they loved they it. They always had me something to drink. Yep, that Weedsbury made me drunk. I know, the kids would pour in. <laughs> And they get up on the stage, and they, you know, it was, it was good times. Yeah. yeah. One interesting thing, though, I, I remember uh, they were so popular, so big, that everybody wanted them. So there's a country club that was very, very restricted. They didn't want any blacks. They didn't want any Jews. None. So when she called the book, she said, well, we really want the band, but can you stay home? Oh, yes. no. <laughs> you stay home? Yeah, can I stay home? <laughs> I said, okay, well, we booked the band. I know damn well I wasn't going to stay home. <laughs> it sounded like fun to me. Yeah, right. So we went down to the debutante ball at the beach, and uh, they were all in their debutante stuff. And they had a big buffet out there. And I, and I showed up, and we are all back in the dressing room at the time. And they, they come back and said, now, look, we don't want anybody coming out. Everybody stays inside, and which we never did anyway. We never really partaked <laughs> in anyone's food ever. Yeah. We were professionals, and we yeah. wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. But when she came back and said, we'll bring you food back here, but don't come out. Don't come out. And I said, come on, guys. We're going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> we all went right on through the line. I loved it. Loved it. <laughs> that, was, that was the best yeah. fun, wasn't it? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. What'd they do? What can they do? Hey. They wanted the other half of the music, music to play. They better not do anything. It was an intermission, you know? So it was fun. We had a lot of fun. But they were very restricted club. Were there a, so back in the day of this, how many groups would you estimate there were uh, performing at that time, just locally here, just in the Norfolk? Well, there was know, probably Hampton a lot Rose of groups, area. but not a lot of them broke through. Mm -hmm. Right, but just, I mean, groups that were playing... God. The local audiences. Um, Had to be a lot. I mean, you know, a lot of major players came out of the here. Russian boys. I mean, a lot of. Uh, they were there. Yeah, the Rockin' Cabanas mm -hmm. that went off with Otis Redding. Yeah. And uh, it would be hard to put a number. Everybody, you know, there was a lot of groups out there. Joe Joe and the Wheeling Frets. During that time, there a whole lot of groups. Right, Especially well. here in Newport News. There were yeah. about eight or ten different bands here. Mm -hmm. And these so, are groups that most of them. I've never really been heard outside this area. Yeah, no. that's right. Never. So was the radio just very local? I mean, was the it radio would play the regular records that was recorded, but everybody wasn't recording back then. No. Mm -hmm. You know, the local groups weren't recording. So what they were hearing, the kids were hearing the, the actual Otis Redding and Solomon Burke. Yeah. They knew they loved the music, but there weren't a lot of people that actually, early on, mm -hmm. that were actually had the records out. Then it started... Mm -hmm. I think, basically, uh, well, there was a Noah Biggs, and he was... Yeah, Noah had, being the showman's, yeah. Yeah, he, he was recording and so forth. But other than that, there wasn't a lot of the other groups that were recording. And yeah, yeah, I think when we started, it's sort of like people realized we can do it. 
So they started. Mm -hmm. One of the Norfolk mm -hmm. bands right there, the bar, bar cage down to the bottom, where all the kids on the steps and stuff. That's one of the Norfolk groups there. Yeah. Um, and the one up to the top is uh, the, uh, what do you call it? So you got, can you see the name on that? They're from Newport News. Eddie Will. Yeah. He's up there, Eddie Will, and his brother up there. Yeah, that's, the band that they, that, that's the band that left and went with Otis Redden. All right. Yeah. That's a story about that too that that Roy told me about. Did you ever hear that story? Mm -hmm. That I heard that Roy tried <laughs> tried to take over over over, over Otis show and Otis had to let him go. <laughs> now what, what, what? Yeah, Otis was getting jealous of him. I know, but no, what, what was happening though? It was Roy Hines' bus. The Rock and Cabanas had their own bus. Yeah. Otis uh, didn't have a bus then. Oh, okay. And they played over here at the sports arena. Oh, uh, <laughs> on Primberg Avenue. Yeah. Okay. So Otis said, "Well, why don't y'all come with me?" And y'all be my backup band, you know. So uh, they did. Uh, and they took his bus, Roy's bus, all over the country. And the bus broke down in Arizona somewhere. <laughs> okay. And Roy said, it's going to cost $1,500 for a new motor, you know, a rebuilt motor. Mm. And Otis said, so why are you talking to me? He said, because I've been, you know, yeah. I'm not paying for your motor. That's when they quit. They quit, all quit uh, and came home. Left the bus out there because they didn't have the $1,500 for the didn't bus. I you know yeah. why. Roy told quit. me that story. Yeah, yeah but... Might have been some jealousy there too, you know. Yeah, they said Roy Hines used to make the place so hot that Otis come on, he was kind of in trouble a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Were the bands kind of competitive with each other? Because there's probably limited. Oh, see, Roy was a singer. Games, see. Right? I mean, Roy was a singer. And by it being his band, mm -hmm. well, you know how that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, they would play behind him. Otis thought they were playing behind Roy better than they were him. Right. But he probably won't, but you know, he got that idea because the people were. You know, having the first act go on, they can really mess it up for the next group that's coming on behind them. Exactly. That's yeah, right. They got to be strong. That's right. You got to. Well, you got to outdo that group. That Roy had a really unique voice. He did. Yeah, Roy. Yeah. I did with Roy. And he passed away, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He pretty gone. Roy died about four or five years ago. Ain't yeah. Longer than that. Yeah, I was at the funeral. It was like uh, his record was "I Love You More Than All the." Gold I can Fort live. I, oh, can I can live. live. I can live, yeah. And then the other one was about all the gold in Fort Knox. You remember that? Oh, no, that was part of that song. So it was, am I right? No. I can live. I don't know. The only one I made, Roy, the only one on his was I Can Live, but he recorded some more stuff with another group. Right. And, uh, yeah. Because when we, me and Roy Hines and them boys up there, we see Roy right there with the red on. Yeah. Roy wanted to take the song that uh, he recorded with that group and put it on the CD, and he called them for permission. They wouldn't give him permission to uh, put it on that, because they had did all the work on it, right. you know, and they wouldn't give him permission mm -hmm. to put it on those, so we didn't use it. But a lot of major people came out. Pearl Bailey yeah. was right from here, you right. know, and... Uh, Ella Fitzgerald, too. Ella Fitzgerald came yeah. out of here, and... 